You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hour number two here, countdown to kickoff week 15 NFL Sunday. Uh, we got a lot to do here over the course of the next 60 minutes. A lot going on right now on the board in the National Football League. We got weather across the board. We still got some line movement games we haven't hit, like the Texans and the Titans. Prop King coming up later this segment. Underdog Moneyline Parlay on the way. A two-team six-point teaser conversation. And 40 minutes from now, our best bets for every game, side and total, to close the show. But can uh, give us a, a thorough, if you'd be so kind. Everything that's happening right now, I know there's a lot. Uh, as we approach kickoff, weather, injuries, etc., and we can kind of fill in the blanks if we need to um, with injury information as well. What's happening on the board right now? Sixty minutes from kickoff. Yeah, so we—I'll uh, go a little backwards here, but it'll make sense. So we updated Monday Night Football in the last segment with Jalen Hurts' injury. We don't need to do that anymore. Uh, Sunday Night Football—we don't know how bad the weather is going to be. We talked about that a lot in the opening segment. Nothing new has happened. Bills Cowboys is a really interesting game. Also, the market's been like two and forty-nine the entire time. Rams Commanders—nothing's happening on the board. Niners Cardinals—nothing's happened recently on the board. The Cardinals got bet like a fair amount throughout the course of the week. Every one o'clock game is nuts. Like, is just ridiculous. There's, like, a lot of stuff going on in every single one of them. So we kind of have to go through every single one of them. But that's okay. Uh, Falcons-Panthers we can do first. Falcons are holding, like, between two and a half and three. So they have gotten bet a little bit more. The total is, like, a sort of rock bottom 32. There's a couple 31 and a halfs that have started appearing on the board. Why is that the case? Because this is – there are some pictures coming out from the stadium. Not, like – it's not bad yet. It is the most ominous looking – it looks like the game is being played, like – in some kind of like underworld in a mythological universe or something. I mean, it's really like there's a giant fog bank all around the stadium. It looks like it's taking place on another planet. Um, There is expectation that in the next like five to six hours, there will be a ton of rain and a ton of wind. It's weather doesn't have to play out like that. And it's not terrible yet, but it's kind of starting to get terrible. Uh, And I think you're going to see the total in the game drop even more. Honestly, Uh, what does that impact? Anything passing related in this game, anything kicking related in this game would be really impacted by really negative conditions. Now, it's already a really low total. So like, just understand like everyone else sees the forecast too, but just like, keep in mind, this might be like, really like one of the crazier weather games we've seen all year. There's at least the potential for that. doesn't have to play out like that. There's the potential for that two and a half 32. That's where that market is right now. We haven't talked about Browns bears at all yet today, yet it also has a lot of stuff going on in it. So the Browns were three, basically the whole week or three and a half. They're down to two and a half, basically everywhere. The total in the game has sort of stabilized at 37, but with the idea that, see, this is, this is like one of those things where weather's so funny. The bad weather is happening there basically right now. And the game hasn't started yet. So there's actually the possibility that this kind of starts bad and then is totally fine in the second half of the game or is totally fine at kickoff. 
And so you're just you're never going to really be sure one way or the other uh, until the game starts. What why are these games interesting from a betting standpoint? Well, all the stuff pregame props and stuff that I just talked about. Also, they're very interesting live betting games. Like if the total in Carolina closed 32, and then at halftime the rain and the wind stopped. You, you think all the markets are going to account for the fact that that happened really fast? Of course not. They're going to be driven by a closing total of 32. So just like keep this stuff in, like it's really interesting. Now every book wants to offer you player props during a game. Boy, this is a dangerous Sunday for that to take place, like in terms of what's happening on the field. Uh, also, you have a ton of injury concerns also in the games on top of the weather. So just like honestly, a, a great a great day to just like pay a lot of attention and make a lot of bets. Sounds like fun. Uh, Browns two and a half and 37. The weather might be a factor early in the game. Uh, it's Cleveland. Literally anything's possible, but worth knowing in that game too, weather is a possibility. Packers are three and a half and 41 and a half. Nick gave you a bunch of injury stuff. That's really interesting in that game. And the market's kind of holding now at the, about the same market that we had before. It's worth knowing there are a couple fours on the board for Green Bay. So got that a little bit more in some places, but like three and a half, 41 and a half. Tennessee, Houston, we normally would have opened with in the show because it's incredibly interesting. <laughs> on a normal a Sunday. That, on a normal you know, Sunday, the, that might have been Right, late. you know, when I'm not like uh, Jim Cantori blowing around with an umbrella out outside or something, we would have opened with this game because it is really interesting. Like, the, the Titans were one of the worst teams in the league up until last week when they beat Miami outright. They are now a three or three and a half point favorite against the Houston Texans because the Texans had the worst injury report any team can basically possibly have. All of their impactful players on offense and defense are not going to play, including their quarterback. Um, okay, sounds pretty significant. And you have Titans coming off the Miami win where like people are going to kind of like them a little bit more anyway. The interesting stuff in this market happened the last couple days. So all the guys get declared out. Stroud's out. Nico Collins is out. Will Anderson's out. And the Titans get bet out three, three and a half, four. And then we talked about resistance last segment. I mean, you saw like a rubber band. People were willing to take Houston back real fast and bet them in this game because it sets up like a really bizarre, like a think about it. Will Levis favored to win by more than a field goal against a Houston team, very undermanned, but like has a chance to make the playoffs, like has been a good team, a well-coached team this year too. What's, what's the price supposed to be? Like, how are you supposed to try to like think through this? It's a really interesting problem. Titans are three close to three and a half in some places. So if you want to belay them, you have to play some juice on the three. 38 the total. The Giants game seemed like I wasn't going to have anything to report. Uh, and then the Saints got bet. So this was five and a half all this morning. And it's six basically everywhere right now. So the Saints took a little bit of money. This put us back to where the openers were. Uh, six in that game. Jets-Dolphins is the giant Tyreek Hill board update that we did already. I mentioned that seven and 35 and a half is where we stabilized after he was declared out. That's still true. Seven and 35. Again, like there's no new, he's not declared out again. Like once it happens, like we're going to kind of settle in a, in a place and nothing else is really going to happen in the market. Usually unless there's other injury news, he's already out. There's nothing else that's going to happen. So seven and 35 and a half is basically where you're going to be betting into there. And then the last one, which was originally not supposed to be a one uh, is the chiefs Patriots game. And the important thing here, and this doesn't have to be spurred by the Juju Smith-Schuster inactive, like it in isolation, that is not something that would cause a significant line move. But probably that in part combined with other things has driven a ton of money on the Kansas City Chiefs in the last like 30 to 45 minutes, where this seems very likely to close with the Chiefs as a 10-point favorite on the road. This was down just over a touchdown, basically, for most of the week. It was nine and a half about 20 minutes ago. Now the first 10s are appearing on the board. So a lot of bullishness on Kansas City driven by injuries and probably some interest anyway and that's it but like just i mean think about all that stuff you got injury games you got quarterback injury games you've got three different types of weather 
You've got all kind. You got weather that's going to change during the game. You've got weather that you know is terrible. You've got a game in Miami where like the it's really windy and Tyreek's not. I mean, just there's like, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, what a terrible week to bet. There's opportunity all over the place. Each game is unique. Think about how all those things impact that game specifically. Chances are people got something wrong. That it's it's windy. Who didn't change the kicker props? Like there's a there's a chance of rain and wind. Who didn't change the longest uh, longest pass play of the game props? Who didn't change that stuff? Um, you know what receivers are more likely to be impacted? Like Jonathan Mingo going to catch a pass today? Or well, doesn't really catch passes anyway? I guess you could argue. But like today specifically, they're going to catch. Like who 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 runs downfield and requires that to get open? So like just there's so much stuff. Like view each game individually and go find some stuff that's really fun. I'm I'm happy by the way that after that that I'm not giving out a Jonathan Mingo bet on today's show. That's not on the board. Right. Yeah. Um, and just uh, like the butterfly effect of the Chiefs-Patriots game. So for people that are like, what do you mean? Like this game wasn't supposed to be on Sunday. So this was originally the Monday night game, Chiefs-Patriots. And then a couple weeks ago, it got flexed out of Monday night. And maybe like, maybe they regret it because the Patriots won last week, but whatever, like it's done. It's a one o'clock game now today. Eagle Seahawks gets moved to Monday night and ESPN's Adam Schefter tweeting last hour that basically like maybe Hertz doesn't play if the Eagle Seahawks game is today and who knows how it would have played out, but uh, Hertz likelier to play tomorrow now because he has a full like 30 plus hours obviously to get better than uh, than he would have if that game were going to be at four o'clock Eastern time today, which is what was originally planned for the Seahawks and the Eagles. Anything else here, Ken, before we get to thy royal prop king for today? Just a couple things, not specific to like a game went from five and a half to six or something, but just, okay, like if you take the stuff at face value, that these are like not the true differences between the teams, but they're closer to that because of the weather, because of injuries, because of whatever, um, then there are a couple things that are true. Like if the Jets are more likely, well, that's actually a really crazy thing that's more likely. If the Jets are more likely to win, where I was going to go with this is if the Jets are more likely to win, then the Bills are more likely to win the division because the Dolphins are more likely to lose today. And that's not a market that's ever going to change as a result of point spreads on Sunday. People just like don't pay attention to that stuff. So the Bills are technically more, they're more likely to win the division than they were 30 minutes ago. They are, even if it's only by a little bit, uh, which kind of means that Josh Allen's more likely to win MVP, but that's kind of a small one. And then the really one, and we <laughs> shout out to us for not talking about this yet. I guess if the Jets are more likely to win, then Aaron Rodgers is more likely to play the rest of the season, which is like a really funny one. Um, he it was announced, obviously, last night that he's expected to be cleared to return to play. But like that does not mean he's going to play. I think a lot of people ran with that as like he's back. That's not what it means at all. I would encourage everyone to read like Ian Rappaport's story last night, which had a lot more detail on like how pessimistic people still are that this is really going to happen. But like worth noting that if the Jets are more likely to win a lot of other stuff becomes more interesting and you could do that with some of these other games too you could do it with the nfc south with all of the teams in the division playing uh in the early window and as those point spreads change obviously playoff odds change and divisions change and all that kind of stuff so just again like i think people get scared away by this stuff uh it's actually the time when it's the most fun to be thinking about everything that's happening all right, good stuff there, and we will continue to keep you updated if anything else happens, if the board moves, if we get more weather reports, whatever, if the hurricane coming through, uh, all of it coming your way here over the balance of the show here. Countdown to kickoff week 15, NFL Sunday. We'll get to the best bets. We will get to the underdog money line parlay. We will get to teasers. Ken, if anything happens, by the way, on the board and you need to cut in, just like cut me off or like type in the chat and I want to give you the, the runway to kind I'll of go tap through everything you, here. Tap you on the virtual shoulder. I'll like reach across the split screen here and just uh, tap, 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 tap. 
<laughs> I had a one of my I went to dinner with some friends last night, and my buddy Pat listens to the show all the time. And Pat's like, I think it's really like I love when the two of you are in the same room doing the show together. And it's like <laughs> I think you guys should do that more. But he's, yeah. he's like. He, we went to four. It happens, it happens like three station. days out of three hundred. Everything happens one yeah. percent of the time. Yeah. So. But but you know he's he 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 worked at the yeah. radio station with me, so he's kind of got like this sure. mind. He's like I love. He's like I love. And he's that right because you guys should do more of that. Yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, well, that would require us like leaving our houses. So like, yes, like you're probably right. Also, like I like my house, and Ken likes his house. Yeah. So. Some we'll some see. people think that we're in the same studio or though we're at least like not as far away as we are i guess where we were wouldn't matter if we weren't in the same room where, where would it matter where we were but i don't think everybody knows like for sure long time listeners obviously will know but I'll, I'll talk to some people sometime and i'll be like yeah we never do the show in the same room and they're like really especially if they only listen like if you watch us it's kind of like we're what are we going to be high-fiving right now on opposite sides of the studio but uh if you just listen to the show yeah it's we're always separate except when we're not except, except when we're not all right so with all with all of that said, and we've said a lot thus yeah, far geez. on the show today, uh, it's now time. Now look, Prop King with a winning day yesterday. We will ignore the debacle on Thursday night. But look, it's like I always say, if you're going to lose a bet, I want the coach to get fired from the team that I bet on. So shout out to Brandon Staley, and that happened obviously on Thursday night. So two and one in the last three yardage props is the prop king. Don't ask about pr prior to that, but two and one in the last three. That's how betting content works. So it's now time for the prop king to descend down from thy royal throne, traipse across thy royal purple velvety carpet, over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the morons, to give you prop bets on this week 15 NFL Sunday. <laughs> Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. Worship me, clowns. Worship me, suckers. How's the weather in the prop kingdom today? Good? A little windy? Uh Windy this actually so my wife walked outside this morning to to feed the cats in our that that was like our whole morning is she's just like are the cats gonna be okay I'm like I, I have to do a show but let's let's address this later um but yeah she walked outside she's like it was like it was like 50 degrees this morning and like yeah, no wind really so like so far here it's a, now I haven't really been outside to be fair doing the shows and stuff but yeah I'll go outside after the show. No, no, I won't, actually, because I'm going to walk downstairs and watch games. So sometime tonight, I'll walk outside for the first time today, and we'll see how it is. Uh, all right, we will begin today's props. The board was kind of, like, messed up today when I wrote all the stuff, so we're going to go out of rotation order. I don't know if anyone cares. I do. Uh, Packers and the Buccaneers. So no Christian Watson today. Obviously, like, you know, it's, it's like Jaden Reed and, you know, Romeo Dobbs. I kind of think everyone just, like, looks pretty good. The only player that I see in this game that I'm, like, a little bit like, okay, I think this might be a little off is Chris Godwin, and I know that Godwin, like, questionable on the injury report. He was last week, too. Had 11 targets last week, out-targeted Mike Evans by five. Now, look, A.J. Terrell is playing in that game, obviously, and maybe that's one of the reasons why, but it just makes sense, and just from what you're hearing out of Tampa, like, more of an emphasis to get Godwin involved. It's been the Mike Evans show all season. Godwin's receiving yards prop is really low today, 44.5. Chris Godwin over 44.5 receiving yards. A couple anytime touchdowns. Chase Edmonds, the Fordham Flash. Shout-out to Fordham. Uh, Chase Edmonds had 10 touches last week behind Rashad White, who's the unquestioned RB1 in Tampa. But if Edmonds is going to touch the ball like 8 to 10 times, 
I, I don't know. He's a long shot to score a touchdown. That seems like a pretty good bet. So beer, pizza money on Rashad on uh, Chase Edmonds to score a touchdown. And then for Green Bay, we have seen Tampa, especially without Devin White, be brutal this year. I might have to add Tucker Craft, by the way, receiving yards now that Devin White's out. But with Devin White out, let's play the guy behind the guy in Green Bay to score a touchdown today at a big price. This would be Phil's grandson, Ben. Ben Sims, anytime touchdown for Green Bay. Coming up next, the rest of the props coming up here on This Week 15 NFL Sunday.